0: Never. Hi, Hello, Nora. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. I, good. I have no complaints. Do
1: you? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. I'm not going to complain anymore. Um, so this is just sort of an e-book update, actually. Uh, the New York Times uh, Bits blog was reporting on Jeff Bezos giving a little talk at a conference about the Kindle and the next-gen Kindle and so on, which maybe one day, a million years from now, we'll actually have in Canada. Who knows? And he basically was alluding to what has been the writing on the wall for a while, which is that the main point of Amazon's strategy here is just to sell a lot of ebooks And that if it happens to be on the Kindle, then fine. But the main thing is to get those things out on whatever device.
0: Yeah. Is that the sort of thing, and I should know this and I don't, their ebooks, can they play on any kind of reader? Like, they haven't standardized a reader, have they? For books? You need a Kindle
1: app to read an Amazon ebook on an iPhone or an iPod Touch. Yeah. But there are competing formats. There's Stanza for the iPhone, Indigo has something called Short Covers, I think it's called. That's yeah. another format. And then there's the Sony Reader. So there are different kinds of things. And I, personally, I think that the, the DRM questions around this are pretty, like, I don't think people are going to jump on board the ebook bandwagon until they can really just say, OK, I finished with it. Let me email this to you, Kathy, and you can read it on your other one like they got to be interoperable at some level I think because a paper book is just too much of a good technology
0: otherwise well I was reading somewhere and I can't remember where it was but um this author was saying and it's kind of akin to what you're talking about right now the problem with online books is is that right now you know like with articles you can cut and paste Mm -hmm. that with a book you can't cut and paste Mm. So And it's the same thing. It's like what you're saying. You can't send it. You can't highlight it. Yeah. Like, what a wonderful thing, eh? Yeah. Especially for students. Yeah. I mean, this is a big challenge, right? And that's
1: what they're facing, is how do you keep... You know, they're looking at the music industry and saying, how do we find a way to not end up in the music industry situation? You know
0: what would be amazing is, you know, we've had seen so many, like, well, musical mashes have been around for a while. Mm -hmm. But as a writer, if you were able to do that, you could play around. You could create... Like, you could take all sorts of different masterpieces and take bits out and create like a mashed novel.
1: Like that um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies.
0: Yeah 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 yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, they know that Google, you know, Google scanned all those books, right? Yeah. And now they have an agreement with publishers, assuming the, I think there's an antitrust case brewing about it, but assuming that that stands and publishers are ready to go with Google. As well as for, you know, out-of-print books and orphan works and stuff like that. More publishers selling their books through Google. That would be pretty intense competition for Amazon, I think. Yeah, no kidding. Would you read, on your iTouch, would you read a book? Not every day, probably, but certainly on vacation. The stanza is a really good interface. You'd be
0: surprised. Now, I'm thinking about buying a new table. <laughs> this fabulous new kitchen table Mm. it's actually it's in the prototype stage but it's going to be coming soon and it's called the Electrolux Rendezvous now imagine this everybody's in your kitchen you have this table in front of you it's kind of like Minority Report in a way but you can and I don't know how it works, because it says that what you can do is is that it's all wired, like you can set a pot on the table, so the pot will actually heat up. Mm-hmm. Other parts, you can be sitting there and you can be talking, or else you can also, you know, um, you can juice up your iPod, it's going to be completely wired. And then underneath, there's going to be drawers where you can store things in. And the whole idea is is it's just like everybody can congregate in the kitchen rather than one person being stuck in there cooking. Everybody can be sitting around and you can be playing on this thing. Mm -hmm. Or you
1: could have, like, apropos of what you're always talking about, if you had like a big open space, you could have your Electrolux fancy thing there and you could have your fridge or whatever with a cabinet cover yeah and then you wouldn't Your it would be like your kitchen was completely deconstructed because you could you know you could do it and then just eat right there and it, you wouldn't feel like you were eating in the kitchen yeah the thing i thought was kind of hilarious about because it is a concept drawing but it's like so glossy and sleek and beautiful but the thing is if you're
0: like, if you're cooking would and chopping have,
1: like you know so <laughs> grease spatters all over <laughs> I, I thought it was really funny. But,
0: yeah, I, I just couldn't believe all the things that it does. And yeah, It says it's an interactive table and it combines living, eating, and entertaining. It
1: was pretty awesome for somebody who entertains a lot and has a gigantic open space. It would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the price point. <laughs> I'm sure it's A not. couple hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so check out the Electrolux Rendezvous. Come to the blog for links, links to, to these, these stories, stories and, and more.
1: Thesniffer.net.
0: Bye. Bye.